0: Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Oh, welcome back friends. Today we have kind of a little bit of a challenge uh So heads up, super unscripted. Usually we have a loose script of talking points, but um, Trisha, um, she assigned me to write a podcast, and I was like, we'll just do an unscripted Q&A. So So just know that she has not had time to prepare, but... We're going to go through some things that um, have been kind of rolling around in my mind. We've already touched this month on the economy, how to maintain and grow in a recession. And so if you haven't heard of that episode, go back and listen to it. It's called What the Shift, and we really dive into how... a, a lot of big names even your you know your brokerage has proven you can grow and come out of a recession stronger we talk about what a recession is how it affects everything blah, 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 blah. go back and listen now in that episode we talked about now is the time now is a really great time to get started because you have less competition you have um lower costs for like overhead and things like that and it's really a great time to jump into whatever it is that you've been thinking about that your heart's been after. So question number one, Trish, is um, business is business. So we're in the real estate business, but regardless of what services, products, um, you know, things that you are bringing to your clientele, there are keys of business that maintain and are foundational. So If you could come up with maybe five tips or walk us through setting up a business, getting a business started, um, and maybe disprove some misconceptions, um, because I think one of them is, oh, I have to have all this space and all these people and all of this overhead, We live in a time where people are literally getting rich off of making videos on YouTube. So that is question number one. What are some tips and tricks that you could give to those who listen to What the Shift and they are ready to take the next step and dive in?
1: Okay. Um so anytime you are thinking about starting a business, I would say the first thing you want to do is write out what you want that vision. Like what is your vision of what does this business look like and what problem is my business solving? Because any successful business solves a problem. You got to solve a problem in the world to have a successful business. So what is the problem that I'm solving? What does my ideal customer or consumer look like so you know who you're going out to service and what does my vision look like for what this company setup is so for example um you mentioned like people working from home well if you're working from home your budget looks a lot differently than if you are setting up a real estate brick and mortar office Mm -hmm. so let's kind of talk about and unpack if you're setting up a brick and mortar business if you're setting up if you Write out your vision, and your vision includes a brick and mortar space. Then you start with what are the dollars and cents that I need to have? What does the budget look like? The smallest budget possible to get this thing started and off the ground, mm-hmm. right? So, for, and you got to really think about the small details because so many realtors, so many realtors are like, Oh, I'm just going to go start a brokerage. And I'm like, Okay. Take the word broker and take the the R off and that's what you're going to be. You're going to be broke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because there are so many costs that people don't think about that go into having a brick and mortar business. So you have your rent, you have your utilities, you have your labor, you have your desks, your computers. You have to have somebody to clean the space. You have to have phones. You have to have internet. Who is running your phones? Who is running your internet? Who is setting all that up? And then down to like, okay, do you need one of our offices? We had been there for three months and all of a sudden they said, you need to have your own dumpster. Well, having a dumpster is expensive. And then you have to have someone come pick up that trash. And then you have to buy plastic spoons and knives for your workers. And are you providing drinks to your clients? Oh, guess what last week our mini fridge broke in the conference room oh I remember
0: that I came in and I was like what happened
1: yeah so I had to go buy a new mini fridge like all of these little details of paper copiers running IT like you need to really sit down research what does it take to have an office and then like do some homework like go talk to success leaves clues right so go talk to a successful like if you wanted to open a um, supplements business go talk to somebody who's running a GNC like hey can I take you out to coffee can I buy you lunch what is working for you I try all the time to get with other real estate brokers or other successful team leads and be like what is really working for you and I've had so many Calls and you know what if you're a team lead or you're a broker out there and you're like, Trish, how how did you recruit over a hundred agents in less than five years? How did that happen? Like, I'll sit down with you and and teach you and tell you about it and help you to understand what goes into that because you really need to know all the costs and what it's gonna take to carry that business through. And you need to be prepared. Like when we opened our newest office, I had to buy a sign. I didn't know anything about signage like, oh, okay. Do you want a backlit sign? Do you want, how big do you want your sign? How big are signs allowed to be in the city? Like, do you want it to light up or not light up? And I, when I'm doing this, I'm thinking like, who gives a crap about a sign, but we've literally had realtors go, I drove by and I seen the sign and I came in or sellers be like, I seen the sign. And I said, that's the universe telling me I'm ready to sell my house. Something as simple
0: as a sign can make or break it and make or break it. It's so crazy. Sorry about that. (laughs) So, um, I wanted to add something, um, that I think is poignant when you are having your vision. I feel like there's a difference between the starting point and your super end goal. Right? So the office space that you have now was not the first office space that you started in. No. So if you are looking at the numbers and you're like, oh, holy shit. I don't know how I'm going to get all this together. I just don't know. Yeah. You could say, okay, where can I compromise, right? Yeah. So you could get, you could get, you you know, um, I know they're called like Ameris Centers. There's Yeah, little, shared space. Yeah, shared, shared space. space. There are little office buildings where they'll rent you an office. They'll rent you the- um, copy your machine, they'll rent you the um, conference room and, and they already have someone taking care of the phones. And so don't leave that option off the table. Don't feel like you can't start just because you don't have everything exactly the way you want it. Yeah, perfect point. And we actually
1: started just like that. So my first, my when I became a broker, the first space I had was shared space on Grand River and Novi. So we, exactly that, we had um, two office rooms inside a big office space where you could go in and use the conference room and we had a girl that answered the phones and she came out and would get us from our office but it was shared space after that shared space we moved into a little bit bigger shared space where we did have our own receptionist but we were still in with other offices Mm -hmm. and then after that our next space was small it was off of school craft it had one two three four four solo offices, one conference room and a receptionist space and then after that um, I had closed down that office for a little while and joined a broker who was very tech savvy and had a lot of business and I just spent some time learning because I knew the next level we were going to go to, I would need to learn a lot Yeah, because I was just, I knew I wanted to have my own office so exactly what you said, I was like, let me make this happen, take action, it doesn't have to be perfect, I just have to get started so I got my broker's license. I opened, I got in that shared space. I started doing deals. I started building clients, but I did hit this space where I was like, I need to go and learn from somebody that has already done this and done it on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad like, It ended up being a bad situation, but I'm glad that I could set my ego aside a little bit for a while so that I I learned so much from that experience. And even though that boss was, he he was a boss in the fact that like we were both brokers, so we were on the same level, but like I took my smaller office and went into his bigger office and he was awful and horrible, but what it taught me was all the things (laughs) not to do. Right. It taught me what I didn't like when I was working with somebody else. So I knew when I reopened my brokerage with more agents on a bigger scale, with better technology and more and more and more, I knew what not to do. Mm -hmm. I knew what mistakes not to make because even and that's something that's really important is even when you fail, even if you have a bad business partner, even if like everything goes to crap, it's still a learning experience and you learn what not to do. You learn what you don't like from other bosses or partners and you learn what mistakes not to make again. And I learned every time, like I have, um, I've had, I think when I went through it, it was like eight different bosses in the real estate industry that I worked for. Yeah. And every single one of them were awful toxic bosses that taught me how to be a better leader. I knew what it felt like to be on the receiving end of um, getting your life cussed out and getting screamed at or having a boss that didn't take care of their employees or having a boss that didn't take care of their books and their finances. Like one of the first guys I worked for, he'd cut us checks and we had to run across the street to the Kroger Best Bank and see whose would Cash, because they didn't all cash. Oh, shit. So it's like I really learned like what's important, like keeping good, strong books is important. Making sure your employees get paid on time is important. Treating every one of your agents like a million bucks is important. Empowering them to run their own business while still coaching them and giving them the support that they need is important. And I found out what so many real estate offices lacked and that helped me to build an office that is supportive of all agents and teaches them and helps them grow and is people focused and client focused instead of ego broker focused, Mm -hmm. which a lot of real estate offices are. So when you're going in to build a business, Spend some days in other offices. Like, it, this is a great one for realtors, too. Like, if you're a realtor and you're thinking about switching to another office, go spend two days in that other office. See if they really do what they say they're going to do. Because lots of people will promise the moon, the sun, and the stars and not deliver. Mm -hmm. Or lots of people look like, like, if you're going to open a new business and you're an entrepreneur, go spend a day with somebody doing that business. Because it might look great on Instagram, but then you get in the office and you see how stressed they are and how awful it is and how they're running it on a shoestring budget. And it is nothing like what it looks like on Instagram. Mm. And that may stop you before it even starts. So... Make a vision, build out a strategy, build out a budget, go spend some time with people that do that, with leaders that do that, with workers that do that. Take a lot of notes and then start Putting a plan together with deadlines, you have to have deadlines, Kylie. Every office I well, why do you I say open? Kylie? Like, I don't know, <laughs> I'm talking to you and looking at you, I'm teasing you. People in the world, you have to have deadlines because if you don't have a deadline, you'll never execute. You'll never execute. Like, think about when you're going on vacation, you know that tomorrow you want to be on vacation and have everything done. So, you are taking massive action, you are getting massive amounts of things done. You are excited, you're going, 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 going. The same with if you're going to build a business, like, you could take take 17 years building a business or like the first elite realty office we opened we opened it in three weeks nice three weeks looked at office space found office space opened office space filled the office space got everything done got everything set up was going with business three weeks so it doesn't have to take a long time put some pressure on your plate and
0: make yourself execute nice nice and I think another thing that would be super helpful too is um Making sure that you have a team, someone who can hold you accountable to those deadlines. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just want to throw that in there because you talked for a lot of time and I I didn't. So question number two, um, I wanted to know if you could share the three things, doesn't have to be business, can be personal, three things that you can literally not live without. So desert island question: What three things are you taking to the desert island? Food. Okay, <laughs> that's a given. We all need food. Freaking egg. Um, things that I cannot live. You can't without. take Dave either. Can I take Janet? He's a no. He doesn't what count. About my dog. No, it doesn't count. Okay. Um, so I would say
1: um. Number one thing that I I really need in my life and I find myself really grumpy when I don't do it is exercise. Mm. So I'm not taking that to the desert island, but it's something that for my stress level, my mental health, um, my happiness, like if I don't work out in the day or if I leave it for nighttime, I can feel my stress. Like so many people are like, oh, I don't have enough energy to work out. What they need to remember is working out and exercise gives you energy.
0: Oh, yeah. What it I, gives I just told you, I just told you like 15 minutes ago, I woke up and I was groggy because we went to bed late because I did all those offers last night. I was groggy. I slept like garbage because I share a queen size bed with a giant man and a stupid dumb dog and sometimes a baby who is very sweet. Mm-hmm. So I woke up. I was tired. I was groggy. I was sore because I didn't work out yesterday. So I had a rest day yesterday and I was crunched for time because I told you my alarm didn't go off. So I was like, I had to make the decision. I was like, I'm going to work out. I have to work out. I'm going to be – and when I was done, I had energy. I had the energy and the mental clarity to get everything together and be like – and be out of the house it was amazing yeah all right.
1: and it gives you something where it's an instant success right like yesterday I ran nine miles and I'm like if
0: I do nothing else today like I ran nine miles oh today. yeah freaking <laughs> like, nine miles yeah I was like I slayed it you I know? feel like you could hang up the towel after that and just be like I'm done today I'm just gonna sit here I'm all done
1: yeah so even on my recovery days um and especially so this is what's funny especially when I don't feel like it I make myself do something like when the day we were leaving from Boston um I I went down to the gym it was my rest day I went down to the gym and I got on the bike because even if I'm on the bike and I'm on my phone I feel accomplished that I got a workout in I got sweaty I burned some calories and it makes my brain release happy chemicals and serotonin so I'm happy right so I need to have movement in my life um it makes my life better it makes me just make well everything better well
0: as the wise philosopher L. Wood said Exercise releases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. They just don't. That's important. That's important. important. All right, so that's number one. Number two, can't live without.
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I hate to say this, but it is it is my phone um, because, not just because of social media, um, but my phone is – so many things for me, like my Google calendar, it keeps my life together. It keeps me in order. Um, so my Google calendar is really something I can Yeah, I was out. waiting for that and to come And we know out. that. Like the Google calendar is
0: everything to me. It keeps <laughs> <She's> me. <laughs> you're going to be sitting on the desert island with no service, just still putting shit into that yep, Google yep. calendar. I got to go get okay, coconuts. I got to go look for coconuts. We're going to build a shelter. <laughs> then we we'll got to go get
1: some fish. It does. It keeps me organized. My Google calendar keeps me organized. I know what's happening in my kids' lives. My Life 360. I can track and stalk my kid and know like how fast he's driving in his car and where he's at. Um, Social media I use for all my marketing, branding, keeping my family together, your email, your phones. And then like my audibles and my podcasts. Like Mm, I love listening to audibles and podcasts and having something in my ears at all times. Like I even have gotten to where like I will um, turn the timer on and as I'm falling asleep, be listening to either my audible or a podcast. Like. It's just like, I I just, I'm no empty time, you know? Like, it just helps me. It keeps, and it keeps my mind out of dark places, too. So, like, I know that if I am feeling in a bad mood or in a dark place because a lot of, like, crap is going on in life, like, I'll put on a good sermon or I'll put on a good message or I'll put on a good podcast. Like, I know um, I have some certain podcasts that, I actually listen to our podcasts all the time, so. <laughs> which is funny. Um, but so my phone definitely just because it, it serves so many purposes for me. And that Google calendar is just like, like number one for sure. Um, so exercise, my phone, what would be the third thing if it can't be food? I don't know. I don't know. Um, what would your third thing be? What would your thing be?
0: Oh, uh, my third thing. I mean, I would I would definitely take one or a handful of books. So books? if you're going to the desert island, what books are you taking? Oh, uh- Ooh. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh my so people always ask like what's your number one book that you can that you would suggest for everybody and for me it's a year of yes by Shonda Rhimes that book like changed my life a year of yes a year of yes it's the writer of Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and she writes about her life and she you know she's so rich and so successful and you know she has she owns um what is it Thursday nights with Shonda and Shonda Land and all of these things um but she talks about and I don't want to give all the spoilers, but she talks about like how she has all these things and she gets invited everywhere and all she was ever doing was saying no. And um, being an introvert, like at my core, I get my energy from being alone and being solitary. Um, a lot of times I'll want to say yes to things, but I won't because I feel like. I think that inside my brain trying to keep me safe will be like, yeah, you want to see people, but you don't want to like go out to that party. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, so you also don't want the party
0: to come to you. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And I don't want the party to come to me. So I really, I really have to push myself to say yes. But every time I do, every time I do, You got to show up to win. You have to show up to win. I say it over and over again. So I have to say yes. So I will, I just have, like, after I listen to that book, I just immediately say yes to everything. Like, people will call me and be like, do you want to do this speaking gig? You can think about it. I'm like, yes, no, I'm not thinking about it. Just yes, just yes. Because if I think about it, And I negotiate with myself, I'm gonna say no. So, Mm -hmm. A Year of Yes is my ultimate book, 100%. Um, Ed My Let's Max Out. I love that book. Ooh, did that, is that the new one? Uh, A year, the power of one more is the new one. And I have that book for you here. I have five copies of the power of one more. That's his newest one, but max out is his original book. It's a quick It's a quick, um, it's a quick read, but it is just so good. And so impactful. Um, uh, why can I not think of the book right now? Tim Grover, Tim Grover's book. And I have 75 copies and I used to give it to agents and I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, and I can't even believe it right now, but anyways, his book is really good. It's, uh, (laughs) this guy wrote a book. It's real good. Y'all Tim Grover's book. He's the coach for Michael Jordan and he has an amazing book and I don't know why I can't think of the name of
0: it right now. It's called coaching Michael Jordan. Right. Um, Awesome life. (laughs) I keep wanting to call it limitless, but that is not the name of it. Um, and I have it upstairs.
1: So that is so funny. Um, Everything is outable Marie
0: Forleo. That's a good one. So so good and it's such a good It's going to teach you how to, to figure out, by. you know, building a shelter and you know, how to hunt animals with bamboo spears while you're on the island? Well, just mindset, right? Like getting in the mindset of everything is figureoutable
1: is a game changer. It's a life changer. Like, you it know what? changed my life. Yeah. Remember it- you were like,
0: I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm really feeling secure with what I have. And I really friggin' hate it. And you're like, oh my God, you should totally read this book. <laughs> and so I read it and I was like, we're going to change our lives. And Ryan was like, I don't know if that's a good idea right now. And I'm like, we're going to do this. We're doing this. So if you haven't read that book, we talked about it before. It's an absolute amazing read. And she does talk a lot about mindset, but she also talks about the psychology of fear. She talks about action and all of the things that you need to do. So um, I'm I'm definitely down with that. So Stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break to get a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to have the last and final Q&A
2: of Unscripted with Trish. Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert-based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit mystarsacademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve.
0: What's up, fam? Welcome back to Elite Life. Thanks for joining us here. I feel like I'm screaming. That's my Puerto Rican showing. So we have um, unscripted Q&A with Trish today um, because I didn't write a script. So I was like, oh.
1: This one's easy. It's making my brain um, work really hard. I also remember the book, Tim
0: Grover, Relentless. You didn't remember that shit. producer Actually, Dave did. Producer Dave told me. You have me credit that. where credit due, <laughs> woman. All right, well, so. when he said it, I remembered it. Uh-huh, because he said it. You see how? It's an amazing book.
1: Relentless is an amazing book. I highly suggest it. I feel like... Um,
0: Sometimes you just have to be relentless.
1: Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's about just like going all in, man, just getting gritty with it. And I think that when you read those books, oh, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. That's another one that's an all-time fave. Like grab these books. If you guys have never read Personal Development, like start with those. Compound Effect, Relentless, Everything is Figureoutable, Max Out, A Year of Yes. Like those books will
0: change your life. They changed our lives. I will tell you, I used to not read – Um, personal development because for so long, it was like self-help, self-help. And it's like, it's not self-help. You're going to someone who's already done it, who therefore is an expert, who is super successful and you're learning how to do it. So it's not learn, you know, it's not help. It's learning. It's not help. It's education.
1: Well, and for me, I just, I never heard
0: personal development. I just didn't even know what it was. No,
1: me either. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't like to read. That's totally cool. Get the Audible, right? Go on Amazon.com. Get yourself a subscription to Audible and listen to it. Because, And make sure you take some notes like, oh, it's just you got to do it. It's just such a game changer. It's such a life changer.
0: Well, and it comes down to implementation, right? Because you can read all the books and you can go to all the events and you can listen to all the podcasts and all the preaching that you want. If you're not implementing it, you're not getting anywhere. Yes. Success leaves clues and you have to take action for sure.
1: All right, third last question.
0: Last question is. Hmm. If you could be any animal. You didn't see this one coming, did you? No. If you could be any animal, real or fictional, what would you be?
1: I'd be my dog Billy because she has an amazing life.
0: I'm thinking you're gonna be like I'm gonna be a Pegasus Griffith because I have the spirit of a lion and the wings of an eagle and the talons and. Well, first of all, we know
1: that I am data and science and math driven, so my imagination piece of the brain is is not um as large as probably yours is. Oh, Angelina, I see how that is. You guys have all the imagination. That was a compliment. You have all the imagination. I am very like checklists and you know um, but Billy's Billy's like being a Frenchy dog like first of all being a French tin dog like everybody loves you. everybody says you're cute all the time. She gets to, like, sleep in a comfy bed and push me off the bed. She gets fed, like, amazing food. She travels everywhere with us. Everywhere. We just give her, like, all she has to do is sit pretty and we just give her snacks all day. And, you know, like, she's just living the life. She has someone picking up her shit. Yeah. People pick up her poop and she is small so she fits anywhere she doesn't have to worry about like fitting into some jeans or anything doesn't wear clothes you know i mean when you put it
0: together like that like nice
1: she sleeps all day gets belly rubs whenever she wants yeah i'm
0: over here like i would totally be a yellow glitter covered unicorn with with a magical horn sparkly wings and lion claws (laughs) and you're like hmm What kind of life are you living there? Yeah. You're probably constantly hunted for your magical powers and your horn. (laughs) You're feared (laughs) because you're scary looking. (laughs) You can't go out in public because you'll be chased by the paparazzi. You don't fit in anything because nothing's going to fit your tail, your wings, and your paws. Right. Ah, damn. I being
1: realistic here, what do you eat? What's your food? You know? Magic. Magic. Okay. Mana. Living on magic? Mana? Mana I hear is disgusting.
0: It's like. Unleavened bread. It's not unleavened bread. It like just, it's like
1: the commu- the communion. All right. This this pot, we, I got- picture it more as
0: like like kind of thick slime. Okay. All right. Producer Dave, what's your question? You get to you get to enter a question. <laughs> His question is, how the hell do I put up with it? All right.
1: Let's let's leave everybody with one one piece of value to end out this. Oh, podcast. we have to
0: bring something to the table now. Look yeah. at you guys. What do we
1: want to end with value?
0: Um, end with value. Dream big. Dream big. If you want to be a unicorn with lion claws and wings and talons, you do that. Truth.
1: There's always time to do anything in the world you want to do.
0: I feel like we have a lot of limiting beliefs right now, especially with all the fear mongering that's going on from the television and the mainstream media and the neighbors. Um, And there's a lot of negativity going on in the world. So just like be the light, people. Be the freaking light. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're... This is a great quote. You are not a tree. If you don't like where you are, then move. Oh, I like that. Right? I
0: like that. That's
1: what we got this week, folks. Join us next week for an actual scripted podcast, because I'll write it. we <laughs>
0: um, not letting slacker Kylie. <laughs> I'm not a hippie. I'm a slacker.
1: I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. You got a good laugh. Maybe you learned something. Heck, we gave you a great list of books. Start there. If you need some yeah. value, grab the books. Grab the quote. Tattoo it on your wrist, whatever you like. Um, Hit the subscribe button. Share this podcast with a friend or maybe one of our actual scripted ones. (laughs) (laughs) This was a good one. It was. All right. We love you guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye.
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit grace and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.